Okay. We're learning about how during the time that um, of the exile, the Abishter rescued the Jewish people, and that's why the Megillah says on that night the king's sleep was disturbed, because nighttime is a time of sleep, and the exile, the Jewish people, are in a state of sleep, and that causes in Shemayim, in heaven also, that the, the Abishter governs the world, which is in a way that's similar to um, a human being being asleep, and the and the miracle was that even though it was a time of the exile, even though it's a time of night, a time of sleep, and nevertheless Hashem rescues the Jewish people despite the um, it being a time of sleep. So, in the second part of the Mimer, we were learning about um, what the meaning is of Hashem's governance being compared to sleep. And there's a very interesting um, difference between the way the Rebbe presents it in this mimer and the way the previous Rebbe presents it in his mimer, that this mimer is based on. There are a few differences between the Rebbe's mimer and the previous Rebbe's mimer. In the previous Rebbe's mimer, he says that when a person's asleep, you don't notice the superiority of the higher faculties over the lower faculties. You don't notice the advantage of the intellect over the emotions and over the behavior because um, when a person's asleep, there's a disarray. There's a, it's, it's not functioning the regular way that it is. A person not functioning the regular way, like, way, way, like when he's awake. Although a person has all of his... Um, uh, he's, he's still 100% present. His body is fully there. And more, his, his life is there. Um, his life force is there. Um, but there's a disarray in his, um, in his faculties. And... Um, and that represents how, um, because of this disarray, you don't see the superiority of, of the higher faculties over the lower, of the intellect over the emotions. Similarly, in the time of the exile, you don't see the superiority of the Jewish people over the nations of the world, and they are the chosen people, and they are Hashem's purpose in creation. It's not noticed. And that's why the Jewish people aren't governing the rest of the world. Instead, the Jewish people are in exile, and the, and the nations of the world are governing and, and suppressing them. That's what the previous Rebbe says in his mind. So he mentions that when you're asleep, um, your intellect and your feelings aren't um, in, 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 the, in the orderly way. And he mentions how the Jewish people are compared to Hashem's mind, and they are not noticeable, not noticeably um, higher than the nations of the world. And so, and he doesn't mention the uh, faculties of desire and pleasure. Let's measure that, m- mention the higher faculties, the, su- the, the transcendent faculties of a person, his desire and pleasure. Because when you're asleep, your mind and your feelings um, are, are in a state of disarray, and it's not noticeable the higher faculties over the lower. In the Rebbe's Mimer, as the Rebbe mentions in note, um, note 19, there are a few different points being made here. Number one, David does mention desire and pleasure. Number two, when you're asleep, your desire and pleasure are present, but they're not functioning in an orderly way. Number two, um, the Rebbe doesn't speak about the superiority of the Jewish people over the Gentiles, but he speaks instead about how um, 
the Jewish people's virtue is not noticeable itself, intrinsically. That, that we are not, in, in the time of the exile, we're not at home in the base of Migdash. We're not at home in Israel. We don't have the temple functioning. We're, although we are, the Rebbe says, the children of Hashem, we're the servants of Hashem, and the children of Hashem, the servants of Hashem, should be present at Hashem's table, like a child should be present at his father's table. Nevertheless, during the exile, we don't see the Jewish people at home in Jerusalem where they're meant to be. So the Rebbe doesn't focus on the relationship between the Jewish people and the Gentiles, but instead he focuses on instead how the, the, we are not in our place, not using the yardstick of the Gentiles, but using our own yardstick, we don't see our virtue, that we're not where we are meant to be. So um, Rabbi El Khan, in his explanation of this mimer, he, um, he says that these differences are related to each other. And he also mentions a third um, um, point, and that is, in the bottom of uh, page Rabbi Ishmael Chavav, um, the Rebbe also makes a slight change from the previous Rebbe's Mimer, and he says, that when you're asleep, you don't see, it's not noticeable um, in, 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 in the analog, in Shemayim, the virtue of lofty things. It doesn't say of the Koych Islam, of the higher faculties, he says lofty things. And the, the basic explanation of all these three differences is this. The Chassidah um, says that sometimes, um, in some places in Chassidah, it talks about how it's possible for the opposite of holiness to get nourishment uh, because of Hashem's infinite kindness, because of Hashem's transcendence. And Chassidah gives an analogy of, of a king's palace that must be a dime to sape, You could find cobwebs in the king's palace because it's so vast, so big. So who notices the spider? Who notices the cobwebs? In a similar way, because Hashem is infinite, so therefore he he in front of Hashem, darkness and light are are, are the same. So um, it's not um, it, 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 it it it's not a a um, it's not impossible. For darkness to also be nourished by Hashem's infinite light, because compared to Hashem's infinity, uh, light and darkness are the same. Good and evil are the same. Hashem is infinite. So that's how it's possible for the opposite of holiness to get nourishment. It's a longer discussion what that means exactly. It's hard to understand that. What does that mean? But for, for right now, that's, that's, what, uh, um, that's how the opposite of holiness gets its nourishment. So in... Um, in, in the analogy of the of sleep, the um, the higher faculties, the transcendent faculties, aren't really um, uh, important because the higher faculties represent Hashem's desire, Hashem's infinite light, and during the time of the exile, um, it, it, the fact that the nations of the world get nourishment um, is not a a, because Hashem's desire is hidden, on the contrary, the, the level of desire, the level of Hashem's infinite light, actually nourishes the opposite of holiness. So therefore, in the previous Rebbe's Maimur, doesn't mention the um, uh, doesn't mention the um, the the koyches makifim, how the transcendent powers of the soul 
aren't functioning in a regular way uh, when you're asleep. Because on the contrary, the transcendent parts of the soul are, are what, what nourish the opposite of holiness. But in this Maimur, Deva does mention this. Deva does mention when you're asleep that you're, um, you have all your, 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 you're fully present and your life force is there and your faculties are there, just they're, they're working in a disorderly way. There are mentions your intellect, your feelings, and your desire and your pleasure. Are, um, they're all functioning, but um, in a disorderly way. There are mentions that they're all there. Why is there mentioning them? Because we're not talking, the purpose of this discourse is not to say that during the exile, uh, you don't notice the virtue of the Jewish people of the nations of the world, you don't notice the, the virtue of the intellect over the emotions. Rather, we're talking not about the source of the Jewish people in heaven, though, our source is in Hashem's intellect, and it's not, notice, it's not noticeable our source. We're talking about Jews in this world. We're talking about how Jews exist here physically in this world. And even as we exist physically in this world, who are we? We are Hashem's children. We are Hashem's servants. So we're not talking about the disconnect between the... Um, the, the uh, the Jew in this world and the Jew's source in heaven, we're talking about the, the way a Jew exists in this world, and we're saying that, that his own virtue that he has here as he is alive is noticeable. It's a time of sleep, and therefore it's possible that his virtue is not revealed, that you don't see um, how he is Hashem's child, he, he is Hashem's servant, and therefore he's not present at Hashem's table. And that's the miracle of the, of the story of Purim, and not the Shas HaMelech, the king's sleep was disturbed, that... Uh, although it is a time of sleep, although it is a time when it's not noticeable the virtue of the Jewish people, yet what happens in the story of Purim is Hashem rescues the Jewish people and he, um, uh, and he reveals how they are his children, they are his servants, although it's a time of sleep when that's usually not, not in the time of the exile, it's, it's a time of sleep and therefore it's not, um, it's not revealed, their virtue. Um, Okay, let's let's stop here. Hazaka Baruch. Right. And this is what Mordecai did.